Do you wanna play a game? Do you like scary movies? Do you wanna eat some brains? Is your chainsaw arm groovy? How bloodthirsty could a talking plant be? Eat your liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Come play with us forever, cause down here we all float. I never drink wine, so you're gonna need a bigger boat. Or a throat to choke, whether you're in the prim or dairy. Got red rum where your blood from, put your dead son in a cemetery. It's him or carry, be very afraid. You'll be our number one fan and get carried away. All working, no play, you know it always means you're in trouble, son. I came to chew gum and kick ass and I'm all out of bubble gum. What if Quint killed Jaws' his father? What if the Bob's body was marijuana? What if the leprechaun got a job as a bank guard? What if the Wolfman had a cowbell instead of Every nards? scary movie made since Oscar Wilde was writing letters Had canon to watch them all and tell you how to make them better So put your earbuds in and forget what you're planning It's time to take our heads and shoot them out of a cannon 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 Welcome to Head Cannon. Tonight we have a very special guest. Actually, Brent, I just met this. You seem like a wonderful person. I met you about five minutes ago. Brent, uh, since you know the guest better than I do, would you like to introduce tonight's guest? Well, you, you're not far from the truth at all, my friend. She is a wonderful person. <laughs> this is a, a childhood friend of mine, Tara. And we go back, like, I played on the playground with her, like, in the second grade, all through, I like, got my week. first, I got my, no, it wasn't my first detention, it was my second detention with you. <laughs> oh. My first detention when I was in second grade, I worked ahead on the math, math worksheet, and I lost my recess for that, because I wasn't staying with the class, because okay. apparently that's. But my second ever lost my recess, got detention, is because you and I wouldn't stop with, like, the problem child jokes. Yeah! Do you remember those movies, The Problem Child? Oh, yeah, with the little red-headed kid, yeah. He's like, he's so, yeah, she's like, she's like, I want you to scrub these dishes so I can see your my face in them. And he holds up one that's pretty gross. He's like, this one looks pretty good. <laughs> I don't know. But we were cracking those. We would, It was a substitute teacher, yeah. and we were so disrespectful, we both lost our recesses. Yeah. You know, it was a bit that, like, I think we did. We carried a bit on for like the entire elementary school career. Yeah, we called yeah, each other like, Trixie and Junior from that. Yeah, movie. we did. We oh, were that's problems. hilarious. Yeah, we were problems. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That's a, you know, the the most trouble I think I got into in high school, or one of the, yeah, the in school itself, out school side of school is a different thing. But in school, we got suspended for. Uh, I was with Brent. I was with Brent when we got suspended. <laughs> I think that was my only time I got suspended too. No, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. What a, what a crew then. Like yeah. lose your recesses with me in elementary school, get suspended in high school. There's yeah. a common den denominator here. Yeah. Like we would do lots of pranky things to the point where I was in line to graduate and the principal came up to me and, and jokingly patted me down, <laughs> like Not, looking yeah, that for something out. that I was going to do to like be try to be funny or weird or something. That checks out. <laughs> yeah. The weirdest thing was that I just I wore shorts by accident. 
<laughs> so my graduation gown made me look like I was naked. And maybe that's what he was doing. The other guy was trying to touch me. No, maybe he was just trying to make sure you weren't trying to, you know, trench coat graduation. <laughs> I never gave up that vibe at all. I think what he was looking for was like, does he have like water balloons or something weird? You know, like the, the, what do the kids say? Like, don't let them know your next move. Right. Yes, that's what they're saying. Right. right. <laughs> I did kill his dog later that night. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. So it was justified <laughs> to some extent. But, uh, yeah. But so, yeah. Terry, you were telling us before that you um, you do some photography. It sounded pretty interesting. I don't know if you wanted to talk about that a little bit. Yeah, You're saying underwater photography is kind of your main thing? Yeah, I've, um, I've always done photography, but I have always been fascinated by underwater. So I'm getting ready to start. Uh, I can't remember if it's my 13th summer or my 14th summer. I just kind of like pick one and roll with it. Um, but yeah, pretty, pretty cool stuff. So I work a lot with like dancers or ballerinas, um, women, mainly women. I do have some men that will do it. Um, but a lot of times, uh, men want it to be like comedy or something like a parody. And like, that's not really my vibe, right. but, um, but yeah, I just started offering it as a, I've been doing it for a long time for just myself but a few years ago I started offering it as a service and it's I've been able to travel with it and uh pay my bills with it and I kind of can't believe that sometimes so it's pretty awesome that's awesome so that's like your main gig right now yeah so I own a photography business it's called exposure arts uh xa you'll see that everywhere so I do a lot of different kinds of photography because Indiana summers are short but that mm. is my main that is my main, that's what I, I talk about year round. So that's my, and I've been traveling for it. So um, been getting into a pool earlier and earlier and later and later <laughs> in the last couple of years. So that's means my, making my season longer. So I would so love to just you, do this all the time. Do you need like more natural light to, fill, to photograph correctly? Like, so you couldn't just like go to the Y and do it. Yeah, you can. So like, I actually, um, I, you know, like I kind of kept to myself for a long time and then really just last, like during the pandemic, I started trying to reach out to other underwater photographers for the first time, never had done that before. Um, and when I did that, I realized, um, see, I had been teaching myself all these years. Um, so I can shoot in hot overhead sun. I can shoot on overcast days, but then I also can shoot at night. Um, cause I have dive lights, so I can take those. I can basically set up a studio in the pool. Um, but even with those lights, like the lumens have to be like crazy to be able to reach cause you lose light underwater and it just doesn't go very far, even with proper dive lights and stuff, you know, that water, it just eats all, eats up all the light. So, um, I started realizing how special it was that I could do that, that I knew I knew how to do that. So it kind of doesn't, it doesn't really matter what time of day it is for me. Um, I just need the pool water to be super clear. Nice. So, cause that'll what's mess with color and focus. Pool? Would you say? What, what, what's been your favorite pool to film in? So what, my, the very first pool I ever photographed in is uh, my favorite pool. Um, my aunt built a home in Bloomington. Um, oh up by like smith road area but uh she built this house and it had this gorgeous swimming pool with it and it went down to like 10 feet deep i don't know nice. I, I know i have pictures of it um 
but it's a concrete saltwater pool. And so whenever I photograph in there, um, it looks like it could be anywhere, like deep sea or whatever. So like when I'm working in swimming pools that have like busy liners and stuff, that can really compete with the overall imagery, you know? So like if it's that busy pattern, that's going to show up in the pictures. I don't really do, I don't do a lot of Photoshopping with all my stuff. I don't have anything against it, but my style is very like natural and like what I saw I'm bringing back and showing you. So I mess with colors and lighting and exposure, but I don't, uh, I don't edit people's bodies and I don't um, add billowing hair or fabrics. I don't make it look like you're floating in space. Um, all that stuff is beautiful, but it's just not really my thing, my thing is more like, um, this is what it actually is natural, like straight out of camera. And I'm proud of that the way it is. And I yeah. think that that's really cool to be, to be able to show people like, Hey, I didn't, I didn't change anything about you. I just, you know, made the colors more vibrant or, you know, made it moodier or whatever. So, but that's kind of, that's what I've been doing. I provide the wardrobe, everything I can outfit, um, extra, extra small up to size 24. And women's, and then I just started building a preteen tween wardrobe uh, this summer. So, Ooh, I've got a question. What's the, like, the most amount of people you photographed underwater at once? <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. So, uh, it's it's a challenging thing. So, um, I've had two people. No, that's not true. I two people professionally. Two people. Yeah. Uh, like a couple together or um, my team members that swim for me every summer that are pretty, um, pretty good at it. Like they know what they're doing. Um, but I do have a picture of my kids from like 10 years ago. And there's like, I don't know, nine cousins all sitting on the step underwater in a swimming pool. So that probably counts. Um, but yeah. it was a little bit of a mess, a mess of kids, but that's fine. But, um, that's, most, that's the proper term, isn't it? Yeah, like a mess of kids. Mess. I mean, it's just like arms <laughs> and legs and swimsuits and <laughs> flowers and it's just wild. So tan lines, it was, it's, it's fun picture, yeah. but I, uh, went to Houston this year and I photographed about, I think it was like 13 people in two days. So it was, uh, that is a massive job for underwater because underwater takes a lot longer than regular studio stuff so um you know what i would do in 45 minutes to an hour on a studio set you know might be three hours four hours in a pool so that was a lot of work to do that that was that is the most that was when i added up how many uh photos i had taken and with what i turned over uh to the group um it was about it was com all not as much but almost as much as the work that i did the whole summer before combined oh, wow. <laughs> and i did it in a weekend Jeez. and I, I flew my wardrobe down there like i outfitted them all i did all of that so it was full service it was a lot of work so i don't know that i would do that again but um not like that yeah maybe for the right price for anybody listening
That's it was what... a lot of work. It was it was more work than photographing a wedding for sure. Yeah. Well, and like I mentioned before, but when, you know, when, when this episode comes out, which usually it's about a two month turnaround, I usually have about two months worth of episodes. And so this will probably come out in about two or so months. Um, but we'll share any links you want or, you know, it, Insta- yeah. Instagram will share, you know, feel free to share your, and Thank then, you. and then if, if you have any, um, photos or anything you want to share with Brent or, you know, we'll post them the week that your episodes come out, that your episode comes out, we'll put them up on our Instagram so people can kind of like okay. see your work a little bit. If, if you want, if you're I'll be doing a, I'll be doing a session tomorrow will be my calendar session. Mm-hmm. And so I'll be trying to start knocking out some like holiday stuff and I've got Halloween on the book nice. for tomorrow. So I wonder if I can come up with a martyr themed. <laughs> oh, that'd be wild. I have some ideas, but yeah. Well, you know, this, this, yeah. uh, this conversation kind of reminds me if, if you're ever interested in, you know, checking out any of the other episodes we've done for you specifically, I'd recommend our episode on, uh, the creature from the black lagoon, the original, like oh, 19, 19- yeah, have you yeah. seen that movie? Yeah. Oh yeah. But let's listen to that podcast. Let's listen to that one. Yeah. Well, we, we, yeah. So we did that for one of our episodes and it was, uh, that would have been a good idea for this one, too. <laughs> it would have been a great idea for this one, yeah. You know, last year I did do um, an American Psycho-themed photo session underwater. Oh, wow. We had wow. a clear raincoat. Um, I had an axe. Uh, I wanted it to be a studio session, but I had time that was still warm enough in September that I kind of squeezed it out. But in the studio, I was going to have him have, like, a kitten. And uh, what was the other prop that he was going to have? But I thought the kitten was funny, so. <laughs> but yeah. I, I don't know. But not to my surprise, people are like, "Oh, I've never seen that movie." I'm like, "What do you mean you've never seen American Psycho?" That's wild. I really have yeah. a lot of people that are like, "No, I'm not sure. I get it." I was like, "The clear raincoat, the <laughs> I plastic up on the walls." Right. Is, it, is, it, is it? Is it? Is it? It was fun. Is it younger I like people? Maybe? The theme stuff. The theme stuff is fun. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if it's younger because I feel like people our age, American Psycho came out and it was like kind of a big. You know, everybody was aware of American Psycho, but people who are a little younger maybe aren't as aware, maybe. Well, I'm not really talking to too many younger people, so. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah it was, I was like, what do you mean you've not seen it? So That's wild. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So, like you mentioned, the, the movie we're, we're talking about today, uh, Martyrs, the French film, 2008. Uh, Tara, can you just kind of, you know... Th- let us know, you know, why you chose this movie, why you wanted to talk about it. And uh, Tara was like excited about it. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I was just, I get really excited when things uh, surprise me because mm-hmm. I kind of feel like, um, especially, I just always feel like I can call it. You know, I remember a time, the first time I do you remember the Nicole Kidman movie, the others. I know right, of it. Kids yeah. And stuff. Right. Yeah. She was, so, um, it was like 10 minutes into that movie. I was like, Oh, watch X, Y, Z. Right. And then we get to the end of the movie and it was X, Y, Z. And they were mad. My friends were mad at me. They were, they thought I had room. And I was like, no, I like really have not ever seen this. Like I have no, I did not know. So whenever I, whenever I am surprised, I get excited about it. So like, I love game of Thrones. <laughs> like, you know, those things I'm like, Oh yeah, no, I didn't know that was going to happen. Hurt my feelings. Let's go. So, uh, but yeah, so how I came across this movie, I uh, went to the stop. I visited some friends and they had it on TV and I was trying to have a conversation with uh, the wife, and I was like, I'm sorry, what what in the world are you guys watching right now? And um, he told me about, you know, he's kind of trying to catch me up on it. I was like, I'm sorry, now what? Because, like, when you're trying to explain it, it's like, 
no, what happened? I don't get it. Right. And so I watched a few minutes of it. Uh, well, actually quite a bit of it. And uh, there was a part I had to get up and leave. It was pretty, pretty savage. Uh, but then I was like, okay, I can't do this. I got to go home. So then I went home and found it and finished watching the movie. And it was very brutal. Very brutal. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's how how I came to find this movie. I don't seek out horror movies. Like, I mean, I don't have anything against them, but it's just not really what I'm like looking for whenever I'm at home trying to do this. My kids love horror, mm-hmm. but not, not so much me, but I was like, I was just so intrigued in the story. I was like, no, I gotta know. I gotta know. Yeah. And so then I <laughs> went and found it and streamed it and was able to watch it all. Yeah. Well, and I-, I will not watch it again. I did not watch it before. I did not rewatch it. For this, this episode, no. <laughs> I just couldn't do it. I could I not do it. I don't blame you because I think I think this movie's in the running for like the most brutal movie we've done. Because like maybe like a couple Ari Aster movies like Midsummer and Hereditary, like those are pretty dark. Um, but yeah, this was this yeah this movie was pretty brutal. Um, and then are you frozen, Brent? He looks like he hasn't moved for a while. He's frozen. That's okay. He'll jo- he'll join he can, us again. He can handle it. Yeah. <laughs> but no, this movie and I, you know, I had a thought, and I just want to share for for anybody listening before we get very far into it because I don't want to spoil anything with the book. But I feel like if you if you enjoy this movie and kind of the what it's doing with the story and everything, I feel like there's a Stephen King book called Revival. That's one of his newer books, but I think it's, I don't know if you've, if you've read it, but no, I, I don't know about this. Yeah. It's, it's called revival. And I think it's as good as anything he's ever written. Um, I, I love that book and it's, yeah. If anybody enjoyed this movie, I would also recommend remind you of it. Yeah. Reme- re- reading in certain ways thematically. Yeah. I, I'd recommend reading revival by Stephen King. Okay. Um, All right. I'll add it to my list. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, I'll add it to my list. But yeah, I I like what you said because like at no point did I know where this movie was going. Like every the, the well, in like a good thirty five minutes of it, there's no dialogue. Like nobody's talking. You're just watching yeah. it, and you're just like, "This is, this is something else." Yeah, this is crazy. Yeah, there but was... I didn't. I couldn't look away. Like we were all like, you know, I didn't go there to watch a movie, but that's what we ended up doing. And I was like, I, "Okay, I gotta go. This is this is too much." Yeah. Well, the, yeah. So there's that beginning section. You know, it starts out with the little girl running. Um, oh, has has Brent rejoined us? Sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. No, we we're just talking about how this is one of the most brutal movies probably we've covered on this podcast. Y- yes. Oh yeah. It's like yeah, torture porn is what they call it, right? Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah, because like so much happens, so much story happens in like the first. Like 15, like I was trying to get, get my friend to tell me, like, I was like, no, what's, what's going on here? Cause like, I don't understand why they're not afraid or what's going on, you know? And he was like, no, no, no X, Y, Z. And I was like, well, when did that happen? And it was like so much had happened. So much story had happened in the first 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah. You know, like it cover like what, like 10 years in the yeah. first 15 minutes of the movie. 15 right. years, yeah. And so then I'm like, what do you mean? And he was like, you're just going to have to watch it. Like, <laughs> and that, and so like when I went home, when I left and you know, I was like, oh, of course I wanted to know how it ended. Um, you know, uh, but I also wanted to see the beginning because I did not understand what he was telling me. But then when I watched the beginning, I was like, that's literally exactly what he said. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it just, I just couldn't wrap my head around um, the story being like that for the first 15 minutes. And then what I was seeing, I couldn't connect it. 
you almost have to watch it to connect those things. It's like the entire movie, like, turns a corner, like, three or four different times. Yeah. Where it's like, it makes you feel comfortable for a moment, for a little while, and then, like, then you have to, like, reevaluate how you feel. You, like, decide which trauma you're you're ready to cope with, and then it's, like, jolt you again. Yeah. Yeah. There's been a couple times I'm like, am I? I'm still watching the same movie, right? Like, (laughs) this is the same movie with the kids at the beginning and breakfast. Okay, all right, same movie. Right. Like, you get invested in this family too that you see at the breakfast table. Yeah. Like, I'm like, okay. How much are we allowed to talk about? Like, what's considered giving it away? Because we we just assume that everyone's watched it already. We spoil the crap out of it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have much time to get attached to that family. Are we, Tara? Just curious. Is it okay to say bad words? Uh, yes, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> absolutely. He's over here playing a horror video game himself. Okay. <laughs> I'm just making sure. Um, yeah, that, 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 like, you, you, you start to, like, learn everyone's names in the family. Yeah. In the beginning. <laughs> you get, like, comfortable. Like, the dad's kind, kind of a jerk. A little bit. He's a dad. Huh. He's a dad. You know, middle, well, I guess maybe you guys are dads, but. <laughs> well, He's a French dad. French. French dad, and then and then the mom, the moms, which they switch. And so after we watched this, or after I watched this, I flipped over to the American version, the 2016 version. I didn't watch the whole thing. I just like kind of flipped through. I wanted to see how they changed the pivotal scenes. And I don't know if either of you have watched the 2015, 2016. That is enough for me. Just the what I watched. Oh, dude, it's it's terrible. It's so bad. There's no like, there's no teeth in it. It's not as it's nowhere near like everything seems sanitized and safe and like it could have almost gotten a PG 13 rating. Uh, oh yeah. And, that changes it totally. Yeah. And it's just like, it's felt like, I don't know. I was like, if I was, a, if I were ever going to make a movie with it, with, with trying for like a tone, like martyrs, what I would do is I would watch both of those movies side by side and see like, okay, what works in the French version that is like, not at all working in the American version, so I would know what not to do because it was just that. I it just looked it looked bad. Well, you know? I'm glad you watched it because I heard it was bad, and again, I have zero desire to watch this movie again. Yeah. Ever again. Ever again. <laughs> yeah. Just something else. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and yeah. You, go ahead, Brent. Sorry. Oh, and then yeah, and that and that right after right as that scene's ending. You know, it ends with like—is it Anna, her is friend, it, or the other? Anna like, is the friend. Uh, oh, the who friend. Was the, what's the name of the? What was? What are their names? Lucy and Anna. Lucy, Lucy yeah. Yep. So like, Lucy shows up at the door with a shotgun and just mows okay, down. Okay, so Anna is the okay, yeah. 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 And Lucy is okay. Yeah, and they're both. I mean, I think they're both. So I'm wonderfully <laughs> cast. I mean, they both do such a great job, and yeah. it's like. Oh, those kids too! I should mention those kids in, the, in that in that scene did a really good job too. They were really normally kids in movies. I'm like they're dumb. Kids are dumb. Especially when they have to get murdered, like it's not that believable. But yeah, it's pretty. Uh... Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. And um, so what? Okay, so what I really liked about this movie is that it, you know, it starts with this you know, this girl goes back to find these people who tortured her when she was younger. 
and then, you know, takes revenge on them. Yeah. And that's when the movie starts. And that's what I like. Because I'm like, oh, usually when there's, like, hostage-type movies, like, you're there for the long haul or for the, for the you know, initial, like, capturing and whatever else. But, no, this is, like, when it's all said and done. And then, like, what, 15 years later? Yeah. Something like that, 15 yeah. years later. Uh, and they come back. And then, um, you know, then she – you say we ruin it for everybody. We assume people have yeah. watched it. total spoilers. So she comes – yeah, so in the first 15 minutes, she, like, comes back and takes her revenge on this family, you know, and she kills them all, and then the movie starts. Yeah. And that's what I liked. I was like, ooh. So, like, when I was watching it the first time, I was like, so she's, like, escaping captivity, and she's, like, finding other victims through the house, and they're like, no, but... Yes, and I was like, so where's the urgency? Because, you know, this girl's, like, running her a bath. And I feel like if I was in a – because I missed the first part. I missed right. the whole breakfast scene where she, you know, chops them all up with a, with a gun. So I missed all of that, so I hadn't seen that this time around. And so I was like, I feel like if I was rescuing my friend from a situation like this, I would not be stopping for a bath, and I wouldn't be, like, looking around the house. Like let's get out of here. Yeah. So well, she even goes uh, and takes a nap in like the daughter's room. I know. Yeah. So you can imagine how confused I was whenever I was like, "What is happening?" And he was like, "You yeah. just have to watch the first part." <laughs> so then I went and watched the first part and and the rest of it. Yeah. So and Brent, I don't know if you know this or not, but I went back to my friend's house and I was like, "Dude, that movie!" Like the next time I saw him, I was like, "That movie was wild." Um, that was the craziest thing. Like, I'm never going to watch anything. That, and he was like, oh, we turned it off right after you left. He said, and they never did finish it. They never went back and finished it. I was like, no. So they had, like, no idea what I was talking about. So when I left um, their house, it was um, before the, what would you call them, like the association or whatever, before the yeah. group of yeah, the cult business or whatever. people came. And yeah. so, like, anybody listening to this is like, what are are they talking about the same movie? Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It turns that many times. <laughs> well, cause, yeah, because there's like there you you start out with the girl running, and then it cuts to this family all of a sudden, and then boom, they all get well, shot. Well, the part where they were in the orphanage together. Yeah. That's how they met. Yeah. So the, the girl escapes yeah. captivity, and you know the police swoop her up, and they don't know what to do with her, so they put her in, um, like a like a, a mm, what's it called. Orphanage. Was it orf- yeah. orphanage yeah. yeah, and so that's where she, Lucy and Anna meet and befriend each other, and the police are trying to get Lucy to spill the beans on whatever Anna has said about her captors and whatever else, but they're all tight-lipped. So then they grow up and kind of get a little separated, but they're still friends, and that's how you know she goes, finds his family, kills them, and then calls up Lucy and is like, hey, I need some help. I found them. Make yeah. sure it's them. Yes, I'm sure it's them. And, you know, then she gets right over there, but she's everybody. And so that's that's how much happens in the first 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I like that you think, you know, so then that happens and they're cleaning up. And you're like, how? What? What is gonna happen over? Because we've still got like over an hour in this movie. It's like it's like a long movie. So yeah. It's like, what else is there to happen? Yeah. Anna is literally doing all the heavy lifting. Yeah. Literally, like everybody needs a friend like Anna, right? Like, yeah. You're, she's gonna carry your dead bodies out, but then also when one dead body's not really dead, she's also gonna try to save that person's life at the same time. Yeah. Oh, so man. she's like a homie for real. 
Yeah, you know, and this movie kind of reminded me of like Clockwork Orange, where there are just like so many horrifying points, and you're like, "How is this still the same movie? Like it's getting worse and worse and worse." And, you yeah. know, then they do the treatment stuff afterwards, and you know, on the second half. Okay. And you know, like where they string her up in the the contraption. I was like, "That's what it makes me feel like." It makes me feel like when I watch Clockwork Orange. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally... and I'm just like I don't even know. Like this is all shock value, right? Like that you're doing this, you skin her alive. Like this is shock value. This is wild. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys watch stuff like this all the time. <laughs> this is well. I think this is this is one of the most brutal because it's you know and they're, and they're like torture porn is a genre of horror. It's not my favorite. I don't really enjoy that kind of you know. So a lot. This is the most, I, th- I think this is probably the most brutal one we've watched. And especially at the end where they're just like, that guy keeps coming and beating Anna. And like, yeah. at the, and like there was it's a certain hard. point. Yeah. It's I was like, I was like, man, I'm, I'm like, I'm ready to move. What's the next thing? Like I'm, I'm, it's, it's one of those I'm movies good. I imagine. I don't really remember, uh, but I imagine I probably would have put it on mute at some point getting, trying to get through some of that, those scenes where they, um, they have her captured. Yeah, and they're trying yeah. To... That's my part. My criticism would be like the beating of her. It just number one, it's it's awful. But I got it after like a few moments. Yeah, they it's like, really I the trying to make us uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, oh, they're still beating her. Okay. The yeah, and 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 I think I think that's the point, and I get it. And the mu- the movie's beautifully done. It definitely sets a tone. Like I think it's successful in a lot of ways. But the fact that I think both of those actresses said they they would prefer not to work with that director again. It's a little like uh, Stanley Kubrick where he's like causing some trauma. Yeah. Yeah. Through the experience. Like I imagine that movie just even being like, wouldn't that be traumatic anyways? Just having to, it must be, I don't know. Yeah. No, I I think it would be hard. And, And especially when you have, you know, I think, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. In in a movie like that, where it's like a, a you know women being like brutally uh, beaten like that, and then it's it's directed by a man, and so I was really curious. I actually I I, saw, I was like, well, what did what what were the actresses' reactions? And the and, and the fact that they both said they would prefer not to work with him again, sort it like soured it for me a bit. You know what I mean? Because I was like, it was a lot. It was brutal. It was really brutal. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty. Okay, so I want to know what do you guys think about the old lady, Mademoiselle? We're Mademo- just gonna keep we're just gonna keep your listeners on their toes. They're gonna be like, "What are they talking <laughs> yeah. about?" They're, yeah, just so like the movie. What are your thoughts on that, uh, Mademoiselle? Right? Yes. As far yes. as the the ending and why she killed herself, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Or, or or just like I don't know. Yeah, any of that. Yeah, yeah. the end. Well, I, I like to think. I'm sure there was more metaphor involved, but uh, as soon as she did that, my initial, my, my brain kicked into like, Oh, that's kind of funny. Just like, Oh, I learned the secrets of the universe. Peace out. Yeah. yeah. And then you're just like, why did I, and it kind of made me be like, I watched this whole movie and I still don't even get to know what, what, <laughs> what the writer thought for? would happen. After yeah. Right. Like what the fuck for? Why do we do all of this? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I saw. Like they kind of did it to us. You know, they did it to us. Yeah. So. Well, right. and I saw a few theories on YouTube, and I, I didn't really care for any of them because I think 
if there's if there's nothing after death in the world of the movie, right? Um, it doesn't make sense for her to kill herself, right? So then right. if there is like a typical like Christian whatever concept of heaven, then that also doesn't make sense that she would kill herself because like she would obviously go to hell if like she's done some terrible stuff, right? So like my So maybe she just really liked what she heard and wanted to get there fat and was okay to go. Like like okay, yeah, no, I, I'll t- I'll buy a ticket on that train. I think it's it's either that or actually my preferred and I'll, 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 this will actually be part of my headcanon, but just kind of speaking about it generally, I think maybe it was kind of like a Lovecraftian horror where the reality of everything was so, like the truth of what's beyond death is so overwhelming, it like drives you mad. And, and you she know, knew for like 45 seconds. She barely had time to go crazy. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Yeah, it's it's so overwhelming. I think She's she taking was, her eyelashes off. Yeah. <laughs> Preparing herself to well, shoot she, herself in the face. I think they had some time. Blow it all Because <laughs> they had to wait for all the other geezers to get there, right? <laughs> but so crazy. But yeah, I think it's just so over. Whatever she saw was just so overwhelming that it just like drives her mad, and she's like, "I can't, I can't live anymore with this knowledge in my head." See, she didn't even see it though. She just had Lucy just told her what it was. Yeah. So apparently that's enough to I guess. just, oh, but I can't imagine what it would be that would like make me just like lose my mind to somebody talking to me about something. Yeah. Well, and that was the, that was the worst part of the American version. Cause I like fast forwarded it to the end. And, oh yeah. And so they didn't kill Lucy or like the girl she discovers in the basement is a young girl. She's like eight or nine or 10 or whatever. And the cult, the business people, whatever, they don't kill anybody. They, they they put all of the girls in cages and then they keep torturing Lucy instead of Anna they, they martyr Lucy and um but then at the end when she like whispers the secret and she doesn't get flayed her skin's not off she's just kind of hung up on a cross like it doesn't look like she's being tortured she's like slightly uncomfortable but um but they put her on a cross crucifixion is slightly yeah. uncomfortable according to Corey guys yeah <laughs> Well, no, compared to being flayed alive, you know. Yeah. But yeah. But so, everything but her face. Yeah. But so Anna's. So she <laughs> actually she whispers the secret to Anna instead of Mademoiselle, and like Mademoiselle is she's there, but she's not close enough to hear. But then there's just like this random preacher standing behind her, uh, and the preacher just pops up and he's like, "I heard what she said," and then he shoots himself, and you're like. Wait, where did that guy? Who's this random what? guy? Yeah, it's like, why is this random guy shooting himself in the face? Oh my I think God, it's because that's... I'm right. I think I'm right. I think they get to they they're just waiting when they when they when they get the the good to go. It's like let's leave the world yeah. now, you know? <laughs> right. And they they take like no time. <laughs> so like this, the in the American version, like this man's not even in the movie. He just is like the end, just to kill himself. Yeah, uh-uh. as far as I can tell, there's no way it's that bad. He's, he's just like, she go cause Anna, Anna grabs a gun and she goes down. She's like, I'm going to free my friend Lucy. And Anna like turns into like a badass. She had access to a gun the whole time. She, well, she steals it after she beats up a bunch of the cult people. She suddenly turns into like an action hero badass and beats up a bunch of dudes. That does sound like the American version. It's so I've not even seen it, but that makes that sense. Make it's sense. so yeah, bad. It's so bad. You're beaten and, and tortured and kidnapped, but you're going to have this amazing rush of adrenaline. Right, yeah. And now it's time After for the two women... Weeks of being here, and you're going to take care of it in ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. Now it's time to get revenge. It's a feel-good action movie now. Yeah. 
It's it was pretty bad. It's pretty it's terrible. A feel good action. It's yeah. so it's so bad. It's terrible. False advertisement. False. Yeah. False. <laughs> but like, oh, the, man. but I don't. We were talking about all the turns in the movie, you know, because the you're sitting with the family and then they all get brutally murdered and like halfway through the French version. You think Lucy's the main character, right? Do they murder a family in the American version? They do. That's pretty similar, but they make sure to mention that the kids know about it. Like the dad's like, oh, I need little Billy's help downstairs later. So then you don't feel quite as bad about the kids being killed because they're in on it. And they also don't show the kids getting shot. When she shoots the teenage boy, uh, you see her pull the trigger and then the camera cuts away. You don't actually see this 17 year old boy. Like get hit in the chest. So does she chase the daughter around the house like she does in this? She one? does. Yeah, that's the same. But again, I think when she gets shot, you don't see her get shot. It's not you know. Do you guys think that the kids in in the the breakfast scene knew what their parents were doing? In the I think in in the French version, no. That's I meant the French version. Yeah, I don't think so. No. They seem pretty. Uh, pretty occupied with and i guess like if they were raised that that was what they always because like i guess okay so what would okay let's pretend we're these kind of parents okay and we have a basement (laughs) um lab and uh where we're i don't know but anyways uh would you tell your kids because either like no don't tell them because obviously that's horrible uh don't and you don't want them to tell anybody so keep it a secret then they find out when they get older and you got this problem right Mm -hmm. because they'll probably never come around you know to your side of things if they but if you raise them in it then maybe it'll like normalize it or whatever so they seemed pretty um you know worried about some age appropriate stuff during uh breakfast so either they were totally desensitized to it or they had no idea and they're going to some version of school because the kid, the boy is getting like love letters from like a girl. Like yeah. private school. Or private school. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's all part of the, the, the like the cult. Like it's, it's a, oh, it's a, like a private school just for cult kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cult kids. The fact that these people look totally normal, uh, very wealthy, but they, cause their home is beautiful. But the yeah. fact that they look like totally normal and nobody would ever know, like, this is why I'm not on dating sites. Cause I'm like, I do not know you. <laughs> I literally do not know you. Right. Yeah. I'm not doing this. I don't know what's in your basement. <laughs> what were you doing in your twenties? I have no idea. Like, no, I'm not. Right. I don't know you. So <laughs> well, people are crazy. Really scary. Yeah. You know, another interesting thing about the American version, which I didn't even watch. I just like fast forwarded, but it was so, it was so glaringly bad, but like in the beginning, for some reason, like the dad is outside digging in the, in the yard and the mom's inside making dinner. And I was, I I don't know. I was like, why? I don't, I was like, why would you even, why would that need to be? I don't know. I think what I liked about um, that breakfast scene is that I didn't even know where it was going because we don't know. Yeah. Like when we're watching it, we don't know until after she's killed them why she killed them, right? Or as she's killing them, why she killed them, right? Yeah. Because it wasn't until she was uh, on the sun where she says something about it, right? Like, do you know what your parents are doing or did or something? Yeah. One well, so, and, and I think I think you don't even know why she's there doing this. Yeah. When I think even when Lucy says why, the fact that Anna kind of doubts her, 
I think it makes you as a viewer, you almost wonder for a while. You're like, wow, did she even get the right family? Like, did she just murder a bunch of random? So like for, I think there's a period where you're supposed to or like, has she done this before? Because she seemed like, she almost seemed like, not that she was like an accomplice, but like, Oh, here she is again. <laughs> killing another family. God, yeah. I gotta go get her. <laughs> Yeah. Well, we might get a disappointment early. I gotta go pick her up. She killed some people. Yeah. Gotta go move some bodies. That's what I said. We all need a friend like like Anna. Yeah. Yeah. I, I even got that sense. You're right. A friend like Anna would be awesome. Um, I even got a sense for, for all the times that I've needed a friend like Anna, man. Uh, right. right. Yeah. Really yeah. Here's one. One for Anna. <laughs> one for Anna. <laughs> yeah. Even when Lucy like kills and then is like dipping her palm in the blood. To try to prove to the creature that, you know, oh, I did it. Uh, we wonder, like, has she done this before? Like, is it like, oh, this time, this yeah. time I did it for sure. Yeah. yeah, I wondered about that. I wonder if she had a history. Because she also seemed really comfortable um, yeah. doing that. You know, like, it didn't catch her off guard to be murdering people in such a savage way. Yeah. So yeah. she had been planning that one, if not practicing yeah. that one. Tara, much like, like your Craigslist hookups, like, we oh don't know God. where she's been. Oh my, God. oh, my God. That's a whole other horror podcast for you is my uh, dating experiences the last several years. Let me know. You want to sign up for that one? Well, let's hear about one. I had a guy... Um, we had a great first date, and then so he's like, "Oh, I want to see you again." He's like, "What? Where do you go out in uh, in my small town?" And I was like, "No, no, I don't. We're not going out in my small town. Like, I'm not doing that. Like, we'll meet in um, actually we'll meet in Columbus because uh, he lived in Indy and worked in Louisville or something." And so I was like, "Okay, yeah, that's halfway. Let's do that." Our first date was in Seymour. I don't want to give too much information away. <laughs> but anyway, so like he, uh, the second day was awful. It was really, I was like, how are you even the same person? How did I ever agree to this? But it was fine. I mean, it was, it was fine. But then yeah. about, you know, we, you know, the next morning we like kind of were texting. We're like, oh, okay. So we both agree like this is kind of like not going to work. And we're like, yeah. But, you know, <laughs> so, and there's a whole bunch I'm leaving out. But so that was, uh, so the following Tuesday night, I go to a local dive bar because they have really good food on this Tuesday night. And so I went there for that. And I had told him in casual conversation, like, oh, yeah. I like to go here on Tuesday nights because they have whatever, but you know, whatever. So I walk in and this man from Indianapolis or Louisville or wherever is sitting in there with another woman. This is a dive bar in Bedford. What? Why? Very obviously who that is. So I walk in and I immediately turn around and walk out. And, um, the, cause the date was, the date was pretty, uh, that's so that's... I'm not I'm not shy, so like, you know, I was like, you can't really be serious right now, right? And so like Do you think he was staying that. like he was staying like a weekend, a long weekend no. there? And no. then got a whole I, I so the bartender is like of course she's like, I just saw you come in, where did you go? Are you okay? <laughs> and uh, so, <laughs> you know, yeah, so then I'm like customer. 
I'm like calling my friends on the video calls, like, oh my god, I just walked in here and he's in here. Like, what am I? I was like, karaoke guy is in here. What am I supposed to do? And so, because uh, if everybody gets a nickname too, so. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so they're like, "Are you sure it's him?" And bartender's like, "Yeah, I got a, I got his debit card. Um, what was his name?" And he had given me a fake name. What? And the woman hey. he was there with was his wife. So he literally went out of his way to try to make us run into each other. I think he is a serial cheater. Well, what? what, what I, that's a, I, I'm, I spe- I'm speechless. On that second date, I was like, no, dude, no, no. You're supposed to be on your best behavior still. Like, yeah. save the weird stuff or like, like I'm still, still, still supposed to be some kind of mystery here. But like, yeah. I was like, no, immediately no. And so I was like, that's. Through through my friends, but you know, cross referencing pictures and names and whatever. Yeah. You know, I was yeah. like, that's why I can't find him on my case because he gave me the wrong name. Dude, that, that, Do you think that, that almost getting caught is part of it for him? I absolutely certain that he wanted Whoa. a con- confrontation. Dude, because people that, are like, why didn't you say something? I was like, if he is scary enough to show up in Bedford, you know, like two hours away from his place and be there after two dates like i want off his radar real fast yeah real fast yeah no because that's that's a dude that definitely has a secret cabinet with a creepy basement underneath where he, he t- to like capture people passed. yeah he definitely yeah. has has flayed some people in his past tara you could have told us the secrets of the universe yeah <laughs> <laughs> like well I don't know. <laughs> you're, you're, he, you know, it was karaoke night, and um, I said something about there was like maybe six people. I don't know, maybe less than fifteen people at the bar, and I was like, I was like, man, if I could sing, that's one talent that I wish I could have. If I could sing, I would sing all the time. Like I would love that. And he kind of gave me this look, like a little like disapproving look. He's like, you know, humility is a is a is a virtue. And I was like, what? But then he sang like six songs. By himself? Yes. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? Like, what are you? It's like, well, I'm not a Proverbs. So I wasn't there for the karaoke. I'm just there to, you know, like I'm a, I'm, I'm a decent person. So I was there. And I was <laughs> not like, like those karaoke people. Not <laughs> like, not like those karaoke dudes or. Uh, karaoke dudes. <laughs> oh, man. So. It's uh, like a bumper sticker. <laughs> Or your or your parents' super rich friends that live in that weird housing edition where everybody gets together really late at night on Mondays. <laughs> Nobody knows what they're doing. They're torturing people in their basement. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> flaying the skin off of them. <laughs> do you guys think that, like, I mean, this is a morbid question, but do you think that's possible? Like, they're, like, secret organizations of people that are, like, I mean, it is, right? The world's a hor- can be a horrible place. Maybe I shouldn't have asked that. That's pretty yeah. dark. I mean, I'd, I'd say it's that's po- too dark. It's possible that I don't know. I, I I wonder if you can be how long you can survive with all of your skin flayed off. I think probably not super long. I don't know. But I think the question was like, is it possible that there's like an organization of people abducting folks and keeping them somewhere? Yeah, like that's that's kind of a dumb question. Like, yes, there are because we know of historical. Yeah. Well, and and sex, sex trafficking is like definitely a you know. Definitely yeah. a thing. What do you guys think was the worst scene? For me, it was like the um, the all the way down. The all the way down. Oh, and she cuts herself? Oh, that was rough. That and was that's rough. Also, 
also when you realize the creature is all in her head. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? That was rough. I got to say, though, it just, I, it wasn't any one part, but just after Anna just just is beaten and tortured like it's not because the guy's like punching her and slapping her around there, there's nothing in particular that's it's not like slicing your arm but i the, the 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 most i wanted out of this movie was when this big guy is just like keeps picking up anna and putting her back you know hit i was like i'm i'm done like i'm good I'm good seeing Anna get beaten. We can move on from this yeah. part, you know. Like I said, I think I muted it at some point because I was like, I can't, I can't do it, dude. I cannot do it. Yeah. But I did get up and at the little cheese grating type scene, I, you know, where they kind of shaved her down the. Oh yeah. Early, early in the bathtub. Yeah. Okay. She like makes her cut herself, but. Yeah, yeah, the creature. More like fillet. Yeah. <laughs> herself my yeah. son just looked this up by the way and apparently you should if you are skinned alive uh which i also told him probably don't google that stuff uh, incognito tab buddy incognito tab. <laughs> but uh, you should die within minutes from shock i would think yeah okay that makes that's what i would think yeah yeah, yeah. well and at first i thought and this is probably just because we've watched uh well i don't want to spoil it i don't know have you seen midsummer no Tara? no i don't know uh, you guys remember I'm not really a horror you're not big person into horror. I'm just a story well, person yeah. and I was like what is the story it doesn't make any sense I have yeah. to know yeah. and then I'm like what the fuck <laughs> well for anybody who has seen Midsummer knows what we're talking about but when he start when he like cut her clothes off and then she's like I thought maybe he was doing the blood eagle the blood eagle from Midsummer you know what I'm talking about yeah and I, but then and then uh, but then you see her later and it's like oh god he fucking took all her skin off you know all yeah. of it yeah except except for this right here except for just the, right the money the maker thing. yeah the, the the um the lady that they find in the basement that anna finds in the basement something that i couldn't understand after watching the movie was that the captors they put some sort of like weird metallic visor over her eyes yeah oh my God. and it makes sense to me because wasn't the whole point to like Noticed the way their eyes were to yep. see if they reached martyrdom. Yeah, so I wondered the same thing. Did anybody find out like why they did it like that? We don't know. No, no. Yeah, I that thought thing is crazy looking. Yeah, yeah. It I might thought... have just been like a cool thing they thought to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It looks super cool. And one of the one of the guys is like, "Doesn't that contradict the?" No, it looks fucking cool. You know, because <laughs> it's not even easy to take off. No, no. They have like, it stapled to her skull. Yeah. You need to like be a roofer or know a roofer that can keep quiet to get that thing off of your head. Yeah. Well, and then when they take it off, there's like goo, right? There's like strands of of from where it'd been sitting on her for yeah. years. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. Like her skin's like a like like bed sores, but um, yeah, decayed to it. And then was guess, that the same lady as the creature that Lucy sees? I don't. I, don't, I think it's supposed to be. I think that. That's how I think. I think oh. it is the same woman from earlier, and they still have her captive 15 years, but I also think that okay. Lucy was also haunted by her memory of this woman, yeah. and so the woman both did not exist and exist. Okay. That lady I, even, it looks crazy. Like, I was thinking about it, like, like, that lady, that lady looks like, it's like a golem 
And then the mom from Young Sheldon had a baby. (laughs) (laughs) It's like Gollum 15 years in and not 200 years in. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I think, I think that's what that was. Um, Because they, I mean, she pulled, Anna pulled all the, or wait, whichever one pulled all the, pulled the staples out of somebody. Yeah. So she really did exist. But I think that there was a, I think the memory of when uh, Lucy first escapes. And sees the other woman. When Anna first escapes in the first like three minutes of the movie when she's hostage and and tortured and whatever in the first three minutes. uh, The opening scene. Yeah. Opening scene, she's running down the street escaping from this. And they kind of give you a little bit of flashbacks in the first five to ten minutes to kind of fill you in um, that she had seen this woman. Um, but I think that she's haunted by her memory of this woman. And so since she n- didn't stop to save her whenever she could save herself and she just left her behind, I think that that, um, what would you call it? That guilt yeah, is what has grown into that monster yeah. that would chase her around the orphanage and, and everything else. Again, all in the first 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I totally, yeah, I got, I, I, I totally agree with you on all that. I didn't think that the woman that was there when she escaped was the same woman from 15 years later, but it very, it very, there's no reason. I think it is. I think, yeah, I, I didn't even think about that, but yeah, there's no reason it, it couldn't be. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. I, it is. I, I mean, that's that. what I thought that it was because I mean, so like, yeah, back in the factory where they were, yeah, it was, in the industrial it was Lucy and it was that woman. So, yeah. Pretty much. Possibly others. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because they said, well, they've said they've done it to a bunch of women. They don't say how many, but they said four of them have been successfully martyred. And then Anna's the only one who was martyred and then was able to share that information with somebody else is what they, is what they said when all the geezers got together at the end. Do you think that they were the only house with that facility in the basement or do you think other people were trying this in their other places and they would kind of like shuffle around to each other's houses? Like, you know, like, Oh, you're, you know, handmaid was able to perform this or whatever, <laughs> like uh, your martyr maid or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I, you I, think that they were, there was like one facility that they went to. Yeah, I th- I think there were, but well, and at one point, Mademoiselle says something. She's like, "We're a lot more organized now than we were 15 years ago." So I think maybe when Lucy escaped, maybe that was the only facility. But it sounds like over the course of 15 years. They've like they like franchised out like McDonald's, right? It sounds like sounds like they've got them like all, and they applied and adapt. They up their security and yeah, yeah. Crazy. Can you can you imagine? Like I think of things like whenever I'm watching this, I'm like, like who built this house? Because they had to dig that out like through the basement, and nobody asked any questions like why you need like a super sterile basement. Yeah. <laughs> That's like you know crazy it's kind of like uh who well, there were contractors on the death star like whose joke is that is that mitch Hedberg? <laughs> who's, who's i don't know that's a good joke that's a good joke though <laughs> so why are we building this thing case. again <laughs> yeah i mean they had to have plumbers i mean something. <laughs> so. yeah oh man yeah, this movie was this movie was uh 
something else and it, it didn't matter that it was in French uh, like I said there's that big chunk uh, where you know almost everybody's dead and so then nobody's really talking as you're watching her like go through the house and try to clean up everything yeah so <laughs> well, this is uh, just one thing I noticed as the movie was starting in the opening credits uh, the band that I think it's a duo but the people who did the music for this movie um, it's a couple guys called Seppuku Paradigm, right? I don't, did you catch that at all? Okay, no. Which I just thought was a cool band name. You That's know, a cool band Seppuku name. Paradigm. <laughs> but, well, was there any, th- any other part of this movie or, or anything about this movie that we didn't touch on that you guys want to want to talk about before we kind of do headcanons and start to wrap up? There was a scene that I was questioning because... Uh, it happened while you still don't know if the woman is a figment of her imagination or not. But it's like, I feel like she was running upstairs or something and she gets slashed in the back like three or four times. Lucy, the, the Lucy? ghost woman or the... Yeah, the ghost woman slashes Lucy in the back like three or four times. Yeah. But I was wondering like, how could she have inflicted that on herself? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I mean, I think like people do, people in that at that level of like, psychological duress do like have done like some pretty wild shit but yeah i don't know i don't know i don't know what the in-universe explanation is but i mean the movie was so good it's probably just like a device to make the viewer confused yeah Yeah. throw you off the trail Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know it was just it was pretty tough whenever um like i said i was like i gotta know what what he's talking my friend was talking about trying to explain the first few minutes of the movie and I was like that literally does not make sense it sounds like the entire movie and he's like no it's the first <laughs> so um I went back that's what made me want to watch it more because I was just I just wanted I just needed to know I needed to know what it was um but whenever I saw I was at their when I was at their house before I left I saw the scene where she finds the basement and so then she sees all of those you know framed I mean, they look like, it looks like a gallery, like a yeah. medical gallery, the framed um, prints of these women achieving martyrdom or whatever, um, yeah. all skinned up and brutal and whatever. And I was like, oh my God, I don't even know what this movie is, but I'm going to have to go, <laughs> but I'm going to have to finish up. But I thought that that was pretty, that left, a, that was a pretty impactful moment to see like when all the lights kicked on and to realize that like they were going to leave after killing this family and there were people in the basement still, yeah. at least the one woman, Yeah, you know, like, are there others? Like, <laughs> Well, and it, and it, like the movie, it just keeps feeling so hopeless. Cause you're like, how are they ever going to get out of that? There's like, there's no way they're going to get the house clean. There's no way when Anna right. saves, when Anna saves that woman from the basement, you're like, how is she ever going to that? That like, I mean, that, not gonna, you can't like stop at CVS and get her a bottle of water. No, she needs to be in an intensive care unit. Like she's, yeah. she needs, you know, so, and then there's, like you said, so many turns in that movie when that woman gets shot in the head and all these, that was the, when all these like mili- paramilitary, like soldier black ops guys rush in, I was like, what? I had no idea what to think. I was like, yeah. I, okay, now, now I'm just, my seatbelt's buckled. What are you doing? Yeah, let's go. Yeah. What the fuck doing? is this? I'm just going to look out the window now. I don't know. Yeah. It was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I think them feeding her that food was a really tough scene for me to watch too. Oh, I think that yeah. stuff is really gross. Yeah. Like whatever mush 
green baby poop yellow green it was soylent soylent green yeah. that stuff's really hard for me to watch too yeah. Like, you know, I guess shoot up your family over breakfast, and I'm like, wow, this is crazy. But then, like, try to force feed somebody some mush, and I'm like, I can't turn it off. Yeah, turn we off. watched another Take movie it. that had that kind of a concept in it. What was the one where the girl was in the bag? Do you remember that one? Oh, with, was with, with, I can't hear you very well, Brent. Like, your microphone's weird from oh, your face. sorry. Now you sound better. Where there's, like, gross things to eat. Shit. I, I think, are, are you talking about that? <laughs> I dropped my phone, I'm sorry. Are you, are you talking about the, the Japanese movie, Audition? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I won't even mention it. It's really gross. Yeah. Well, and the weird thing, it, it, yeah. Ja- Audition is weird is because for like most of the movie, it's kind of this slow drama. And you're like, yeah. how is this a horror movie? And then at the very end, you're like, it's like, oh, Okay. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. There. Yeah. I see it. Yeah. I won't be watching that one either. Sorry, guys. You might take my recommendation, but I'm not going to take you. <laughs> I just be like, I just believe. You. I'll listen to the podcast about it. That'll tell me what I need to know. Yeah. So, but like you know, like okay, so I, my kids, I they love both my kids really like horror. They are 18 and 13. Obviously, you can't do anything about the one. Uh, but I, you know. Uh, do you guys let how old do you think you would let for this for this to watch something like this how old like you have to be 18 right because of the there's nudity right so like we have to say well see i'm i'm a little more lax on nudity it's more like the the violence and the because my 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 15 year old isn't really into this stuff but my 13 year old is so um I'm pretty. I don't think I would let my 13 year old watch this. Like maybe. I know. I came out one time a couple of summer ago. A couple of summers ago, I came out of my bedroom and my kids were watching the Saw movie, like whichever the newer one was. Right. And I was like, uh, no, I don't. And this is a couple of years. I was like, I don't know about this. Like, well, I probably should turn that off. And uh, my daughter's like, well, she had it like memorized, and it was like my son's like second or third time watching it. So that's what happens when you co-parent. You can't. You yeah. know, like, it's like, oh, you watched that at your dad's house? Okay, well. Right, that cat's out okay, of that well, bag. you guys got any questions? <laughs> you, need to, you need therapy appointments? Like, what are we doing? So, yeah. it's, uh, it's, well, it's kind of crazy, but. Well, and, and Martyrs is just so brutal and almost nihilistic. You know, it's like, so the content, well, I don't know, the content in this movie is pretty like bad. Like you said, it's hopeless. So, I don't know that I would want to expose that. Yeah. Yeah, because there are other movies that like have a level of violence or whatever, but it doesn't like you just don't feel so bad. It doesn't. You're still leave... disconnected from the story. You're like, this is a story. Yeah, that's ridiculous. You know, there's no Baba Duke right for me Ex- or whatever. Exa- yeah. But something like that is um, it's a little. I, I think uh, because there's so many long, quiet scenes, it kind of makes you stay captive with mm. the story, and then that's kind of that's that's a pretty mature thing to ask of somebody yeah no to, have to sit through through some of that yeah well and i i gotta say like there are i watched this was free on tubi there's an app called oh tubi. damn it did you watch it on tubi did Brent? you pay for it i paid for it <laughs> so, i'm sorry i should have i should have we all paid for it but you paid for it twice yeah i just paid for it psychologically uh yeah, I but no, I, twice, I, I watch it on tubi and a lot funny. of the times you know a lot of times i'm like oh i gotta sit through fucking commercials but I gotta admit, the commercials were almost a welcome 
break <laughs> in the tension. It, you know, like Anna's getting the shit beat out of her, and I was like, oh, good, a car commercial. Thank fucking God. Like, yeah, sell me a Toyota. I'm down, you know? Like, oh, wow. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I don't remember where I watched it at. Um, is it, was it streaming on Paramount Plus? Oh, maybe. I don't have Paramount Plus. Damn it, I have that one too. <laughs> 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 you gotta check them all, Brett. <laughs> but yeah, I thought I don't think I paid for it to watch it. Yeah. Although I probably would have, because I was that curious about that storyline. Yeah, I was really yeah. curious about it. And then when I saw the, because if it if it was just like a bunch of gore and shock and stuff that I'd seen, I was like, I don't need to know that. But then when I saw, like I said, I at my friend's house, I did see where she discovered the, the lab underneath and where she was finding the other person. I think I watched all the way up until she was like giving them a bath um, at the first time. And then I had to leave. And then I went and watched the whole movie on my own. So where I started was I started, it had to have been after Anna calls Lucy to come help her at the house. Cause mm-hmm. it was a, uh, no, I think that um, Anna had already killed herself. Or Lucy. Which is something that Lucy, we've not talked yeah. about yet in well, this that... podcast. She also <laughs> kills herself. The main yeah. person kills herself in the first, uh, she Game of Thrones herself in the first uh, probably half hour. Yeah, it's yeah, so yeah, maybe not even the middle of the movie. You think you think she's like the main it's character, and then early like in the movie. yeah, and then you oh, guys get confused because I was like, no, this is the main character, and they're like, no. Well, maybe now, but like this was who the movie was about. Like, no, she's the one that was hostage. And I'm like, I do not understand what you're talking about. Like, when was she hostage? Like, why are in this house? And he was like, I don't know how else to explain it. I'm like, okay. So, but yeah. literally, however he was explaining it to me is exactly what happened. It's just that bizarre of an opening. You know, that mom, that mom doing the chores in the beginning digging that random hole, doing whatever it was she was doing. I have no idea. Yeah. There was a very opportune hole. Like, it, was, <laughs> it was very, very convenient, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Well, like, it was, she pulled, like, she... Anna who put the bodies in, and then, like, the, the corporate people were like, oh, yeah, this hole. <laughs> Use this hole. <laughs> like, what was that for? <laughs> well, she had to, I don't know, something was clogged, because she pulled that mice out of the pipes, remember? And then she, yeah. like, brought the mouse to the breakfast table. That's right, because he had to, yeah, that's a weird scene, right? Like, yeah. who would, like, I, I could see the 17-year-old boy doing something like that, but there's no mother on this planet who has a minimalistic, pristine house like that, who's going to bring a dead mouse and, like, taunt her kids over it also who made the breakfast if she's already got hot breakfast on the table and is outside digging a hole mm-hmm. i don't know yeah. but yeah that's uh i thought that was wild and for a totally dumb reason i was like that's not realistic no mom would ever do that even really weird you know quirky moms like we're not still not gonna dangle a dead <laughs> rat what, pulled out what, of the yard where what, people are eating because yeah. it's dead it's a rat and it's dirty because i pulled it out of the yard and no i'm just yeah. What about? Those but what the about? Kind of moms that make you take your sho- the shoes off, you know, every time, and yeah. you can't use you certain hand towels off before you go into the torture chamber. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, at least wash underneath your fingernails, okay? Yeah. Wash the blood out from underneath your fingernails, please. Yes, yes, make sure. <laughs> which, which that guy did. That was an interesting scene too, where the guy who would go down and beat her, he would like he came up and like showered, right, and like cleans himself well, off. Well, I mean, if you were a criminal like that, that's like, you know, the steps you have to take, right? Yeah, yeah. Unless, yeah. if you're going to be, you know, like that, unless you're going to be a messy criminal. 
Which that's that's how you get caught. So that's how you get caught. That's right. <laughs> they didn't get caught. They were just murdered. Yeah. <laughs> Next week we're going to be covering 2021's *Malignant*. So be sure to check out James Wan's Malignant before next week. And this is the last weekend of the Indie Fringe Festival. Playing Thursday and Saturday are the last times to see Defiance Comedy's The Ballad of Blade Stallion at the Indie Fringe Festival. And as always, you can check us out on social media on Instagram at HeadCanonPod, on Twitter at HorrorMoviePod, and you can always follow the subreddit r slash horror movie pod. All right. Well, do you guys want to go go around and give head cannons and, and kind of wrap up here? I've got two. Okay. Go for it. Nice. Yeah, go ahead. We'll do you. Maybe you can do the first one and then wrap up. Okay. So my first one is um, Anna. She doesn't die at the end. Okay. Uh, she, in fact, she embraces her new look. Okay. She, she builds the courage to have an underwater photo shoot. No. Oh, no. She, she jumps into a pool unknowing that it is salt water. Oh, God. It wouldn't matter what in, it was. <laughs> in her dying breath, relays to Tara to get into the business of taking pregnancy photos of the father holding his beer belly. <laughs> Gross. Oh, oh gosh. You know those photos, like the guy pretends to be the pregnant one? Oh, I've seen yes. those. Oh, yeah. Yes. yeah. <laughs> I definitely know. I definitely know. I have a, actually, I have an underwater picture like that. Oh, That's really? I think you did that. Touching each That's other. why I wrote it, because you seem to hate that kind of stuff. So I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I thought it was cute for what I did. But, right. You know, <laughs> what I did was cute, so. But in general, yeah, that's gross. <laughs> well, Tara, Tara, do you have a do you have a head cannon for this movie? Uh, if not, okay. if not, I can go ahead and go. So, like, I mean, I'm just really curious about this association and how it was organized, and then what's happening to it now. Like, was she like like Matt like Madam or Mademoiselle? Which one was she? Mademoiselle. So, like, what if she's, like, just a board member and not, like, the head honcho? What if right. she's, like, you know, like, she's the London division or Paris, right? Like, what if she was that and, like, there's, like, a new, kind of, like, the sanctums, right? Like, yeah. there's, like, one in New York, one in London, one in Hong Kong. So, like, what if it's like that? What if there's, what if they are all connected and then their branch does not perform? Right. Because and, Mademoiselle, <laughs> right. you know, and maybe, maybe Mademoiselle has it out for other board members and is, like, fuck you, I'm going to learn the secret and you guys don't get to have it <laughs> there's like rival I feel like is that is that all that she's taking with her literally like she's that's her prize and that's what she takes with her to the grave yeah like you know she doesn't like get anything else out of it i know she's like killing herself so like what are you taking with you but like right <laughs> like taking that information like that's literally so amazing whatever it was that she saw was so amazing yeah that <laughs> she didn't even have to like steal money or ruin their lives she just had to be like oh look <laughs> how do you think that they came up with the idea to even like search for that to like want to know that like that sounds like something i would think like when i'm like at a driving down the highway and then i don't remember driving the last five minutes right. you know i'd be right. like why am i thinking about this right. like, <laughs> why am i thinking about murdering am I people safe driving? <laughs> <laughs> no, anyways. yeah but i would I like to, i would like to know more about this uh organization and i could i would like to if I could sit and project about what it would be, it'd probably be in that direction. Because yeah. that seems like a 
a lot of opportunities there. Yeah. Well, and I, I like what you said, like maybe she's the head of like the London sanctum, but she's not, she's not the torturer Supreme, you know? Yeah. <laughs> or like the one that they have to report to, but maybe, maybe she's like the scorned lover of the, the head honcho president, um, whatever we want to call him. Right. So head guy. And so that's her, yeah. that's her revenge, her long game. Right. You guys, why wasn't this the, why wasn't this the next movie? That, that's martyrs so shitty. Martyrs too. Terry, you just you just wrote an amazing. You wrote did. a better movie than the, the remake. <laughs> During her younger days, how she came to be, how she came to be Mademoiselle. Yeah, 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 yeah. The prequel like origin story. Yeah, yeah. Martyrs. It's like going to be the next episode of like what's that like Web of Lies that Netflix series where like you don't realize like you get how much how you get sucked into like a certain culture right because of like the internet and stuff so mm-hmm. it's going to be the next episode of web of lies will be this like you know like this one woman was talking about how she found herself in the alt-right group you know right. so like be like i don't know man my parents we, they would take me to soccer practice but like i just thought that everybody needed you know a staple gun <laughs> and <laughs> it's just like this art this incel who's like, women won't talk to me, and now I'm skinning them alive in a basement. I don't know how this happened. Connect the dots. Connect the dots. How did we get here? All right, right, Corey, what do you think? Uh, well, my my head canon was just um, what the secret is, what happens beyond death, right? So, I think what what Anna told Mademoiselle. That she couldn't live with. She was like, I can't live with this knowledge. I have to kill myself. Is that uh, we're all just atoms in the in the nose clippers of a 10th dimensional Ted Cruz, right? So we think we're human beings living our lives. But really, if you could see 10th dimensionally, we're just atoms in the nose clippers of a Ted Cruz. And so, and when you die, you become aware that, that you are Adams. And so Mademoiselle couldn't go on living. She's like, how can I live a normal life? How can I talk to my children again? How can I, how can I go to work tomorrow knowing that I'm in the nose clippers of a 10th dimensional Ted Cruz? I have to end it now. I can't go but on with she this. she fast forwards herself to the nose hair life. That's true. That's like true. Doing that. So then it's a double whammy. Yeah. There's no, yeah, there's no good. There's no good explanation for that. It's like renting this movie on Amazon. Yeah. Lose <laughs> <laughs> Three times when you're already streaming the other platforms. <laughs> Always got to check the Tubi. <laughs> Always check the Tubi. Oh, man. All right. Like, I mean, do you think that, like, like Lucy, right? The friend? Like, did she not have any other friends? Yeah, or Anna. Anna's the friend, yeah. Anna, did she not have anybody else that's, like, wondering where they are? Do you think they were just, like, out on their own for, like, those 15 years? Like, well, I, you like, know, she, squatting in houses, like, looking for this family? I don't know if the feeling was reciprocated, but Anna seemed to consider Lucy as more than a friend, right? She's, yeah. it's, it's, like, she was in love with Lucy. I think so. So... Maybe but, just like ups, like real codependent and like a you know based on like their their time in that orphanage place together maybe yeah oh well and and she calls her mom and her mom's like you've been gone for two years oh, yeah. you're still hanging yeah. out with that girl so yeah she, that's right so she's been gone for the last and so she has a mom but was also in an orphanage oh yeah oh that's weird yeah maybe she was I never adopted thought of that. yeah. Was she adopted at some point? Maybe. Uh, she's probably maybe just. I assumed uh, taken away. The mom didn't seem like a. Could, she. Yeah. 
Can you just do that though? If like you're like the real mom, can you just like after the kid's been in the orphanage for like seven years, be like, okay, they can come. Now home that now. you're an adult, here's my phone number. Call me if you need to move some bodies. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the, and the mom was laying down the guilt trip so thick, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. Oh. <laughs> it's like, look, she's dealing with a lot of shit right now. He's up on her, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was pretty bad. She's burying bodies. Um, kind of crazy. <laughs> All right. Well, Brent, what's your uh, what's your last headcanon here? All right. Mine was kind of, this one is kind of close to what Tara said. Okay. So after a while, this is after the movie is the 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 the, the reality of of martyrs were in the movie is after things have happened. Everyone has their own lady in a basement. In fact, it's it's more it's more common than Alexa, right? Right. <laughs> so the idea is that you put stress on this person that's in your basement enough, and they'll tell you whatever. So then this idea of like them coming home and saying, "Anna, add knives to my cart." <laughs> oh God! <laughs> and it's so just like a skinned woman. Are putting in their Anna? Amazon I cart. need more mush. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's better. Oh Jesus, I like that one better. Yeah, that's, that's pretty funny. I need more much. Oh man. All right, well we gotta we gotta wrap up here. I wanna I gotta go heat up dinner for my kids in a minute. But Tara, yeah, uh, will you please give us any links, Instagram, any social media, and then like I said, send send Brent whatever pictures, whatever, and we will yeah. when, when this episode yeah, comes yeah, out, we'll share it. So um, basically, I try to keep it easy. So if you search X A. Hopefully, my stuff will start to pop up. Okay. So XA underwater. Um, I also have XA photo because I do I do a lot of different kinds of photography. So, um, but pretty much anything that I'm doing is to support the underwater. So if you hire me for business content or portraits or whatever it is, wedding, you're helping me, and en- you're enabling me to do the underwater <laughs> stuff. So, but I've got an Instagram and a Facebook group um i'm on tiktok but it's not really that super exciting um i do have a website as well and i've been working on it for uh i revamped it so that'll be i'll re-release i was supposed to do it last week um but i'm my own boss and i <laughs> was tired so i have not done that yet it's fair. That's you, say you, got, you say you got a little bit of time before this is released. By then, it'll be out. It'll be out. Okay, yeah, a couple, so, maybe a couple stands months. For, XA stands for Exposure Arts. Exposure Arts. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. No, but EA was taken. Right, <laughs> right yeah. XA is superior. Yeah. So we're just going to do XA. That's, I like that's XA much more. Yeah, that's cool. I do too. Yeah, well, my background is in film, so exposure that way, right? Mm-hmm. And then taking pictures, right? So, like, exposure that way. Yeah. And then I like working. I like collaboration, so, like, exposure. So, like, if I photograph for your business, I'm, like, exposing what you do as well. And then I also love, like, nudes and pinups and stuff like that. So, you know, it's just a whole play on word. It's just the right, right. word. It's the right word. <laughs> right. That's and awesome. when you're when you're, fil- when you're taking pictures your underwater. is the right letter. It's right. the right word. <laughs> right. But you're out in the elements, like, exposed to the elements, you know? So, yeah. Just, just I dig keep it. going. It's just all the things. All the things. <laughs> but awesome. I like it. I like it. It's really fun. It fits. It gives me a lot of permission to kind of move around and do what I want to do and not just be like, you know, I'm not like Tara Brooke portraiture, you know, and then I can't get away with 
photographing your toy collection or something for your Instagram account, which I have done before. I love it. So yeah. I just, I like being, having the freedom of it. Yeah. Awesome. But yeah, that's how you would find me. Just hopefully, hopefully if you type in XA somewhere underwater, like using those keywords, you should be able to find me. Yeah. Perfect. Well, thanks again. It's been a pleasure. It was really nice to meet you. And, uh, yeah. and, and thanks for sharing this movie, man. It was a, uh, I'm definitely going to remember this one. It's going to stick with me. So. Yeah. It's going to stick around in my head for a while. So <laughs> against my wish, but yeah. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We do appreciate it. Thank you. And thank you everyone at home for listening. This has been head cannon. <laughs> oh,